0: Welcome to Regulars Anonymous. With host, Zachary Landry. Sitting down with the people who are standing in line behind you at the grocery store. And hearing what they have to say.
1: It's so fucking cold already.
0: It's not even that cold. This has been the best winter ever, man.
1: Listen, when you don't work outside every day, it's different. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting really used to the inside climatization (laughs) (laughs) I'm like an an office jerk now (laughs) turning into a reptile well yeah that's the other thing I'm lacking in some vitamin D now (laughs) you need a a sun lamp I do or some supplements Something. (laughs) something along those lines yeah Yeah. What have you been doing to keep busy? Oh man. The girl I've been seeing lately has been keeping me very busy. No, (laughs) unfortunately. Uh no. No, this one's way better. Way, way better. It's uh Yeah, like I said, it was a pretty wild thirtieth birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) No. Found a new fling, found so they found a new found fling. Amazing time. <laughs> well, it might not be a fling. <laughs> that's a that's a bad way to phrase that. An inevitable end. <laughs> let's just automatically put an expiration date on this. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> well, I mean, if history has taught me anything, <laughs> no. We well, you start them all with a blank slate. Well, you were like pseudo-married for a long time. Yep, close enough. I mean, engaged for two years and we were i mean we were together for 9 so yeah that's that's close <laughs> and some people would consider that almost a married life you know owning a house together and a dog that's close enough to a child right <laughs> <laughs> did you call it your fur baby no then no, no. <laughs>
0: well
1: there that was that's just a dog then <laughs> I, tr- I mean, he was treated like a baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they most they they typically are. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it uh, it was a long time, long, long time. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy for all the experience. Uh, you know what I mean? At that time, I remember venting to you about it. Surely, it was you know devastating to say the least. But I'm glad it all happened, kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, you're you're on the other side of it now. That's right, and it. It's hard in those moments. You're blinded by it. <laughs> You—that's the only thing you see every fucking day. <laughs> this is uh, the hell you're gonna live for the next fucking few months, years, whether however long it takes to go through that bullshit of grieving a partner. It's like that's it took a long time, but I'm glad I'm over that hill because it's certainly better. <laughs> it's certainly better now. Now, hearing you, hearing you talk about—I uh, mean, when we were working together that whole like that you had just kind of been talking about you were with that new girl down in Red Deer and you were (laughs) you were talking about how you'd remind her (laughs) about how it's like, listen, I don't need you.
2: I'll I'll cook
1: for you. Or I will be the one cooking. I can sustain myself. I don't need you kind of thing. It's like honestly sometimes sometimes people need that reminder. including myself. I mean, truly don't want to get complacent, but the seeing what or hearing you say that made me realize it's like, oh, you're you should not have an identity based upon a partner. <laughs> that no, is not a no. that is not a fucking way to go about your life. No. You lose so much of who you are and you, I mean, I, I tried to keep it who I was most of the time with her and stuff like that, but yeah, you still did a bunch of like the activities a, that you of my own. Th- exactly. Yeah. I kept, I kept my own activities and such, but like I kind of didn't realize I kind of hit a growth point of ending. Like I didn't go do new things.
0: Mm. oh that's a good point
1: like i got complacent in the just in the adventures i'd go on they were all typical to the norm of you know camping snowboarding whatever dirt biking things like of your seasonal activities yeah my seasonal activities the things that kept me occupied all the time but i mean now that uh i got out of that i've i mean broadened horizons on different things i'd like to do hell i mean got into crib (laughs) crib making and shit (laughs) like that after everything and Um, all these other sorts of woodworking activities and stuff so yeah found new and exciting things to work on (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. that was funny just because I didn't really know you all that well Mm -hmm. you know at that point yep
2: (laughs) <laughs> and watching you go
0: through your turmoil and being so honestly i was kind of addicted. to
1: you about oh I, I, you know what no totally <laughs> fucking uh, but would i expect anything less from a fucking ironworker? not really <laughs> no to be honest i uh i knew full well that what i was opening myself up to but i also knew you were a little more sympathetic than some so <laughs> or empathetic at least <laughs> oh you're only on your first divorce. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's yeah. the that's the iron worker mentality. Oh fuck! I've <laughs> I've divorced more strippers than you've
2: <laughs> than you've had girlfriends, little man.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of <laughs> that's the kind of folk we have to accept around us, <laughs> <laughs> whether we like it or not. Mm. Dying to get back to work, though. Went in. If possible. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I can work the same capacity I used to. I yeah. How long has it been now that you've uh, been incapacitated from this injury or both? Both. <laughs> both. I guess that started same time everything went downhill. So it's that's almost two and a half years. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because were you injured when yeah. while <laughs> yeah. it was
1: falling apart? So. Yeah. While life was <laughs> falling apart, I had the blessing of a shattered wrist and that took a year to heal and to full entirety of getting back to work took an entire year. Was it just one wrist? Yeah. Well, no, I actually, the right wrist was fractured, but the left wrist was shattered. So, I mean the right wrist ended up in a splint, which was easy to manage for the most part before it just naturally healed itself and just, you know, not utilizing it too, too much. And then the left wrist, however, that was a shit show. It ended up displacing within the cast and had to, get rebroken and then more and more screws and plates. And yeah, that was a entire year before it was good for me to go back to work. Was that the one they took part of your hip bone out? No, that was for my they were going to use they were going to use part of my hip bone to replace the the uh void in which the rebreak left because they had to change the angle of it so they were going to use that pie wedge shape from my hip but they didn't actually have to use it luckily they (laughs) it was yeah i was not looking forward to a a hip on top of the wrist and that was (laughs) in those days i can tell you that so i was really happy that that didn't come to fruition but uh yeah no, and then the the acl thing too since that's since that surgery i was actually anticipating that they were going to be using um my hamstring for, for it for the reconstruction but apparently when they went in there because like MRIs can show you so much but sometimes they miss a few things and I guess there was still part of my bundle of my ACL was attached so instead of having to do a full reconstruction they actually did a repair which using fiber tape and um, fiber fiber tape and the ACL bundle that was still inside reattaching it sewing it together and then but because of the and during that as well they had to do a uh, graft uh, like a cartilage graft i some new it's you know relatively new to the medical industry for utilizing it for to replace people's cartilage that's missing and because of the compression fracture i had on my femur it uh it left a void there which needed to be filled and that's where that's i I think the ACL injury was bad, of course. I felt felt a little less stable with walking around on it while it was uh, healing the first go-around before surgery. But the the biggest thing I think that I was struggling with when I would be walking was just the the constant clicking from fall. My kneecap would fall, or, like, or sorry, my... F- Uh, my knee would fall into the void of that femur uh, fracture and it would like (laughs) click and pop every time I'd straighten my leg. It was, it was horrible, horrible, (laughs) man. It was not a good feeling. Wouldn't wish it upon anyone, (laughs) but yeah, I think that was probably the worst part of it all. And now honestly within, it was within, I think five days after the surgery, I was like, just from that, uh, from filling that void, I was like, I already feel more whole. (laughs)
0: like
1: literally feel more whole
2: (laughs) oh man
0: yeah just this itch that you cannot
1: scratch Oh man it's it's infuriating and like until the wrist i'd never really had a a serious injury in which it felt like i couldn't be back to normal but you know with the wrist and everything i i certainly don't have the full range of motion with picking things up and stuff like that um or strength, sorry. But the the knee is I think the knee was even worse. Yeah, man. <laughs> having, that, having the immobility that you have from from the ACL thing was just a real a real pain in the ass. Like I thought the wrist was bad with not being able to do the normal things that I would I would love to do, like, you know, outdoor activities, but this is just ten times worse. <laughs> <laughs> ten times worse. Can't do half the things. But yeah like i was even able to start doing crib boards while i had the shattered wrist but on a busted up knee can't really start moving from table saw to planer to whatever with the with the incapacitation anyway yeah so how are you doing now (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean like uh healing wise healing yeah yeah yeah. Yeah? Where, where
0: are you at in your healing journey
1: my healing journey. Hmm. It's uh, a, <laughs> it's a slow, slow process as usual, but the, I think I'm about two, I'm, I'm almost two months into the, in, from surgery now. I mm-hmm. believe it was October 15th or something like that, that I started. So I'm yeah, I'm a month and a half, close to two months out from when I had the surgery. And yeah, no, only, it was only about a week and a half ago that I was able to kick the crutches slash i was using a cane because i was like oh, yeah, yeah i was like one it's aesthetic, it it's aesthetically pleasing <laughs> no but, is that uh, why you grew the mustache yeah it, it just seemed like it fit you could be the monopoly man <laughs> yeah i needed a monocle but yeah <laughs> and a top hat but no uh no the cane thing was just like yeah convenience of not having a, and also my arms were so raw so raw from using the goddamn crutches for so long well it'd be different if i didn't if i had somebody taking care of me at home but my brother's not a whole lot of help with that he tries but uh just uh just can't quite live up to my needs yes. as a guy who's trying to fucking walk around the house you know who would have been handy to have around Hmm. A nurse, a nurse. Yes, <laughs> yes. A nurse would have been. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She would have been great. <laughs> yeah, that gal. What a sweet girl.
0: It's, okay, so your injuries were caused the wrist. That was a, a dirt biking accident.
1: Yeah, that was a that was a dirt biking accident. Ended up uh, getting a bit of whiskey throttle into a tree. Yeah. Yeah. I was very fortunate though, actually, when I landed, I was probably my, my heart, like my chest was, and I wasn't wearing a chest protector as I should have been. I was about, I'd say three feet, not even, it was a, it was more like a foot and a half away from a stump that had actually been cut at an angle and this thing was like a one inch diameter like i could have very seriously punctured my chest cavity with this <laughs> this stump honestly i was like i didn't really think of it at the time until after i'm like walking around and i'm up trying to get my bike up and things like that after the crash but i was like oh that was a very close call and like yeah the shattered wrist of course it's bad but that would have been much worse <laughs> <laughs> i might not be here yeah <laughs> it's just i mm-hmm. just go find you yeah, no, I'd uh, I luckily I did have somebody riding I was riding with, so I wasn't riding alone, Good. But, but uh, yeah, had him pull it, pull the truck around and get me to the hospital and everything, yeah. And then uh, with your ACL, that was a snowboarding accident, yeah, that was uh, I was out snowboarding out in sunshine out in, towards Banff, and then yeah, just a poor conditioned cliff drop and I decided to make my way through it anyways even though I knew full well it wasn't uh, wasn't an ideal landing down below but I decided I'd, I'd do it anyways just because I don't know overconfidence over the years with doing it as your as your favorite sport sort of thing and it's just like you you start taking risks you probably shouldn't. I mean, sure, I've had plenty that pay- paid off. But yeah, yeah. It only you push yourself one, appropriately. It only takes one one thing like that to, and as I know now, it, it really it really isn't worth it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think I can dial it back just a little now and uh, try and keep the cliff dropping to good conditions only and good (laughs) landings only. (laughs) Nobody needs to land on flat surfaces (laughs) and uh, potentially have your fucking knee cave in. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a, that was bad too. Like I didn't have, like my dad was riding with me on that trail too, but he ended up uh, going off ahead of me. And so I was riding alone at essentially at that point and into this gully. And from that gully, I ended up having to hike myself out of it (laughs) it was like a about 25 feet out of that gully cliff drop was only like 10 feet in the spot that I hit but the uh yeah the gully getting out of that on the messed up leg like I kind of took five minutes laying down trying to collect my (laughs) what little pride I had left or whatever I could I just needed a moment and I, just, I was like okay let's stand up seat give this thing a test it's probably not even that bad yeah yeah the, the, <laughs> and as the I stand up as I stand up my leg just falls into itself and I'm like oh okay this is not good <laughs> I was like so I t- I unstrap my board and everything and I start walking up this thing just on trying to do it as best I can on the one leg that's still good and I hobble my way up to the landing and somebody stops and he's like, Hey man, you need a, you okay? like, I'm like, no, I could probably use a, a lift and he, or, uh, one of the ski patrol guys come get me out of this. But, uh, I was, uh, I wasn't, I wasn't patient enough and I ended up riding down on it anyways. And then seeing the ski patrol down at the lodge and, uh, yeah, told me he's like, yeah, that's a good chance that it's your either ACL or PCL or something like that potentially, messed up your meniscus or something like that so he's like you you d- definitely need to go to the hospital and i was like yeah of course this is the kind of thing that happens on the last run of the fucking day oh no yeah, yeah. is it better that it happened on the last run or would you prefer it on the first run you know what it's all bad but the last <laughs> one's probably better
2: <laughs> <laughs> at least i got the full day of riding in so i didn't
1: I, it wasn't a complete waste of a lift ticket you know those aren't getting any cheaper that's for sure yeah (laughs) obviously the last ride of the season (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah no i definitely didn't try
1: again no that was it that was it and unfortunately this season will be a complete wash as well won't be back at it till the season after so take your time yeah no they they uh they say it's for serious sport activity like that they say pro- give it a year and then they say about a year and a half is where you're like you're good good like they'll they'll let you they'll say yeah go back to doing cliff drops Ooh. but yeah. as for as for the uh, initial healing yeah they said basically and like for for work i won't be back to work for another three four months if still yeah I five guess. it's a five after surgery they say for our particular craft it's five to six months after surgery so i'm uh i'm getting there i'm hopeful i'm hopeful yeah. it'll be closer to five than six but yeah yeah no i'm dying to get back to it you have no idea how boring life is when you get stuck inside and you just have to try and <laughs> occupy your time with anything like it's it's one thing i guess if you like to do things i don't know inside but i don't know i've always been a very like to be outside, like to be doing things, active. Yeah. But it's hard when the only unactive thing I have is Lego and <laughs> Lego <laughs> and video games. Man, <laughs> that's I've done so much Lego lately. I just finished this giant <laughs> Rolling Stones uh, like concert. The, no, the Rolling Stones tongue. <laughs> really, it was nineteen. It was almost two thousand pieces. And it's just like a wall mount mural sort of thing. (laughs) Like, it looks sick, though. It's just Uh, a lot of red blocks. Oh, man. So many little red blocks. (laughs) So many. It gets confusing. It gets confusing. But, yeah, no, I've been going through all sorts of little Lego builds. Darth Vader. All sorts of cool shit. Like the Death Star? I want to, man. Those things are expensive. (sighs) Expensive. It's hard to justify. Almost. Like, the Millennium Falcon's, like, over a grand oh yeah man it's expensive but it is fucking cool and I would love to build it I will one day when I'm back to work and I don't care about money like that anymore I will gladly pay a thousand bucks for that thing you know kill some fucking cold days through the winter building some Lego yeah that sounds great to me (laughs) (laughs) you know but yeah, no. other than that it's just hard to find find things to occupy your time with inside I find anyway yeah listening to a lot of music yeah yeah what's your go-to been go-to lately has been a oh quite a lot of indie indie and uh alternative music lately but uh yeah still eclectic all over the place what was your spotify rap list like? Oh, yeah that's a good question actually my number one artist was orville peck country Hi. artist but he's like a, uh uh He's really, really good. Like, uh, he's got the voice very similar to Elvis. Very, very similar to Elvis. It's good. Like, him and Paul Cawthon actually do, like, uh, uh, their versions of. Like, they have them together, they call themselves the Unrighteous Brothers, (laughs) which is a pretty sick name. But they got a. they do Unchained Melody, and uh, You've Lost That Love and Feeling and stuff like that. So, like, re- renditions of some of the things that Elvis has done before, but, like, his voice, it wavers and just sounds so nice. But, yeah, that was my top, that was my top Spotify artist, then, closely followed by some Sturgill Simpson, some Rolling Stones. I think Blink-182 is on there. Yeah. Not new Blink-182, though. no, no, <laughs> no. No, no. I can't get behind it. It's just not the same. No. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's my opinion though. Nobody cares. <laughs> Did you
0: check them out when they came through town?
1: No, man, I would have. That though that's like the same thing with like when Fleetwood Granted Fleetwood Max, I feel like on a different level. Yeah. But <laughs> but the concert tickets were still the same goddamn price. They were $300 for the like shittiest seats in the house. Like it's hard to justify these concert prices like that. Like it, it Unfortunately, you know, you never know with an artist if they're going to be back around. Yeah. So you want to go see them so that you don't miss out, but you also don't want to play, pay these ridiculous prices to see them in such a large venue and potentially have some just no, not great seats. You yeah. Know? Have a mediocre time. Yeah. That's what I mean. Well, I don't know. I've never, I don't know if I've had too many mediocre times at big concerts, but I think most of them have been pretty, I, I don't know. I guess a lot of them they the time, live up to the hype. Yeah. No, the artist might not live up to your hype or whatever, what you want of what you expected of them. But I don't know. You can always find a good time, especially if you're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> drinking or doing other things. Legit. legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No,
0: no, we, we caught tool when they came through. Oh, That would have been a good one. And that's, that's probably the one band that I've really wanted to see since I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, like waiting ten plus years for this to happen. Yeah, and then they were supposed to play in twenty nineteen, I think it was just after the new album came out, and then COVID hit and scrapped all the shows. So, yeah, what a bummer. Added on to the wait, but yeah, those were you know two fifty a piece seats, and it's (sighs) like,
1: but it's cool. I mean, it's kind of. when you find like i mean if pink floyd was around i'd certainly pay for any unreasonable price for the whole band you know what i mean yeah to have them all there like the roger waters thing was very sick but the prices were very reasonable too you could get the worst seat the worst seats in the house weren't even that bad and they were only i think 30 like or sorry 60 bucks 60 bucks for the worst seats in the house for roger waters which i mean it's it's roger waters it's not like he's the the complete fucking band of Pink Floyd but I mean his his visual representation of all like the theatrics he did for that concert were unreal and honestly if you like I said if you were in the worst seat in the house it still would have been a fantastic concert good time yeah I mean luckily luckily I got I got a sweetheart deal from Ashley's mom but (laughs) free tickets and and lower lower bowl seats so that was like that was real nice but you know, it wasn't necessary. The show was just amazing without that. And it was hard to believe the second night wasn't sold out kind of thing, but yeah, no super, super cool show. Yeah. When you can catch like,
0: a, it, that's it. It's more the experience. Yeah. Yeah. and that's, the, the, Or the
1: whole experience. That's, that's right. Like, it's not, it's not like, I mean, yes, I'd say 80% of it is the music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're there for, for a reason you like this band, <laughs> Yep. but as for the, the rest of it i don't know a lot of the times it's your perspective and how you try to choose the night's gonna go just are you gonna let the bands poor poor uh theatrics or poor playing is that gonna be your end all to your night is that what's gonna fucking ruin it are you gonna let that ruin your night Or are you gonna let you know potentially the activities afterwards ruin your night <laughs> 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 are you gonna get so drunk you fall down face first in a gutter <laughs> Sounds like you've been there before. Uh, not face down in a gutter, but I have been. <laughs> I have been <laughs> liquored to the point of not remembering where I am. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any concerts that you want to see? Oh yeah, I would. I would kill to see Sturgill Simpson. Real like, I would love to see him. That's if I if I had to pick a new artist for for like needing to see them in uh, the near future, like if I were to pick next on concert list, it would certainly be him or, uh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many, so many people I'd love to see, but I'd certainly put him at the top of the list. Yeah. How about you? Have you seen, have you had anything that you wanted to see lately? I had a little list put together
0: of bands and honestly, I think I crossed three of them off in the last year. Hell yeah. yeah. It was Megadeth, Tool, and then Metric.
1: Oh, Metric, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I saw them at Klondike Days back in, oh shit, I think I was 16, high school.
0: You know what, man? I think
1: that was a, it was kind of a disappointing show. Oh, it was. Man, she fucking, she lost her shit on the crowd because what was it? Somebody. Oh, this was at Klondike days. This was at Klondike. Okay, disc. okay. So this somebody had thrown, and like I was with a bunch of my buddies, right? And we're we're all like about this music at this time. We're we're like, this is the best. This is you know, this is us growing up. This is the shit we listen to. This is when they were relevant. Yep. and we're like. Seeing her, how she acted on stage when somebody threw a joint up on the stage, and she's like, You think this is cool? You think this is what makes you cool?
2: And (laughs) (laughs) we were just like, No, we don't think it
1: makes us cool, but we sure like doing it, and I don't see why you have to be such a Buzzkill, yeah, Buzzkill about this. Like we're everyone's out here trying to have a good time. It's not like this is ruining it. Like why you got to make such a big deal about this? Just you know, have a good time and play the show. I'm sure it's not the first joint that's been thrown on your stage. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Must have been a sore spot for. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it it was a it was a bizarre experience because I caught them. I don't know, three four weeks ago now down in Calgary. Oh, nice and. The, the show was weird, man, just in the sense that I, I rolled, I missed the, fir- the opening act, had no idea who they were. And so I kind of timed it perfectly because I just wanted to roll in, catch them, have a good time, and scoot out. And th- the pacing was just off for the entire evening. Roll in there, there for about seven minutes, grab a drink. And the radio dude comes out, and he goes, "All right, ladies and gentlemen," he does all his announcements and stuff. He goes, "I want you to make some noise for Metric." And everyone starts (laughs) clapping and cheering, and then like nothing happened (laughs) for five minutes. Uh Oh, so they the timing was (laughs) the timing was way off, way off. (laughs) Five minutes later, the band rolls out. Everyone claps and cheers again. Yeah, and you could tell. Watching the show and whatnot. I, that was one band that I was hoping, like, I don't know. It didn't seem like they brought a, whole, a, a lot of stage production.
1: With oh, yeah, them. no. At, at least the one in, in uh, Klondike Days. Granted, that's like a. Probably not as nice of a stage, but however, yeah, it wasn't a very. There wasn't a lot going on. There was just a no. couple, you know, and but, the lights, that was about it.
0: But even when you and I went and saw July Talk,
1: that was, uh, yeah, that was kind of neat. You was, know,
0: they, like, they had a good setup.
1: Going. They also had the Jubilee Auditorium, which is yeah. a little better, but.
0: This is Grey Eagle.
1: I'm not sure. I've never been there. I don't know. For a venue.
0: I think that's where July Talk played when they went to Calgary. Oh, went down there. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, was it
1: kind of a similar, like, uh. It would
0: have been a standing room. versus oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyways So yeah The five minute delay For the band to come out The first time And then you could tell That the bass player Was having some sort of Technical difficulties And so after the second song They just Like waited And his tech came out And they thought It was just gonna be A quick fix And the band stood up there In the dark Without saying anything For probably another Five or seven minutes (laughs) 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 it was the most awkward thing and then what at that point they realized it wasn't a quick fix and then they just left the stage
1: oh that's not awkward at all let's not let's not talk to the hundreds of people that are out here trying to have a fucking experience let's just uh you know disappear into the night because our audio equipment just isn't quite working right no this isn't this doesn't normally happen no exactly like you know what i mean what are the fucking odds you know that audio fucking shit's gonna happen you gotta be able to be quick with it and try and like entertain just yeah, until exactly. it gets back on its feet or hey yeah exactly acknowledge
0: there's something going that's on that's right hey folks that's right now leave the stage <laughs> <laughs> and then the crowd starts chanting one more song one, one more,
2: more
1: song <laughs> this, is after well, this wasn't second even song. supposed to be an encore but i guess that's what this is encore of the rest of the goddamn uh, show i suppose yeah and then
0: like just the house lights kind of came up they and it's like well i guess we're having an
2: intermission <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man yeah yeah i know that's disappointing to hear it was just
0: bizarre. And then when they came back out, once again, didn't acknowledge it or anything. Yeah, just, just pretended
1: like it never happened. <laughs> it was so weird. Never happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no. I mean I guess that they had a script, they stayed to it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they were just like, This is what is happening, and we will not deviate from this plan. No, there's there's one fucking road on this show. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Well, that's that sucks to hear because yeah, I I don't know. It's not like I don't like their music just because of the experience or nothing. Oh yeah, like,
0: and that that was it. It was just. Uh, here's the other thing that I kind of picked up on, and I don't know if it's true or not. I had a feeling she was using a a vocal track. Oh no. Yeah. Really.
1: And that. I couldn't honestly when I was 16 I couldn't tell the difference probably to be honest so I don't know if I would ever pick that up during those times but yeah that hopefully that's not the case
0: oh man and I think that that stacked on top of everything was just kind of killing my vibe oh I was like ah. Everything is bad. (laughs) It's like, either she's the best vocalist in the world (laughs) or she's faking it. She's faking it. Oh man. No. So that was kind of the, the weird trifecta. All right.
1: Yeah. How about Megadeth? How'd that go?
0: That was a great time. Yeah. That was awesome. That was, uh, Another one that's been on the list for a long time. I've always been a Megadeth fan over a Metallica fan, so like when Metallica came through town, I w- didn't really care.
1: I think I was listening to Alan Cross about the uh, on the history of new music or whatever, and he was talking about how I guess Megadeth was. He was in Metallica. Yeah, Dave Mustaine was the yeah. original
0: uh, lead guitar player for Metallica. Yeah, and, and I guess he's wrote...
1: struggled really badly with the fact that, like, Megadeth is great and it's popular, but it's not Metallica popular. A- oh, absolutely. Which is something which is so crazy to me to think that it's like, even somebody as successful as Megadeth, even though you're in a band such as that, you are, because you were in something else, you let it eat you alive to this day <laughs> dave Mustaine was fueled by
0: hate man
1: yeah his
0: whole thing i think he said he just wanted a band that was louder fat and faster than metallica yeah and he basically got that and <laughs> yeah he did <laughs> but he when the, the hot uh Megadass rust in peace was their highest charting album when it came out And it's probably one of the best thrash metal albums of all time. The whole thing, start to finish, is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Marty Friedman, some of the best guitar work that's ever come through that band. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that album debuted at number two. Number one was Metallica's Black album.
1: Oh, dude, that must have just (laughs) fucking (laughs) twisting knife motion. I'm sure he still feels it. (laughs) yeah that that's just a bad timing yeah (laughs) that's just bad timing man oh that's terrible yeah yeah no i didn't know too much about it but yeah that's that's uh that was surprising to me like to there was somebody else i think you he put in reference to somebody that was in the beatles There was a guy who ended up making a he, yeah he was a one of the originals for the Beatles and like talking about how he was uh <clears throat> Lived a fulfilling life after almost contemplating suicide, but was able to like pull himself (laughs) out of this funk and realize that having his, you know, he brought, it was to do with bringing value to other things. You know what I mean? Like not just your value of like fame. And honestly, a lot of people with fame don't, aren't really all that happy anyway. I'm sure they'd much rather a nice quiet life. (laughs) I I think Dave has come to terms with who he is now. (laughs) Yeah. In his older age. Yeah, I'm sure. But you can't be gri- You can't be griping about that forever, you know. No, and
0: like the music. Like I said, I've always been more of a Meg- Megadeth fan, mm-hmm. and they gave me basically everything that I wanted out of that concert experience. They just put out a new album. They played like the 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 single or the radio hit yep. off that. Everything else was just the hits. Yeah,
1: and just smashed it all the way through. And That's like, like you know what I mean. Like, a whole, it's a great feeling when that happens. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like they know what people want. Yeah, they know what people want, and they thank you for pandering. We appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sing along the whole night, man. That's right. Like, it just uh, sometimes you know they they know that their new album it it has good things and it has bad things, but people are there for the hits. Yeah, usually.
0: And, and like Dave's. I think he's pushing – he's in his mid-60s now. He had, like, throat cancer or something a few years ago. So he's looking – you know, he's looking aged. He had a, you know, a rough time yeah. <laughs> throughout the years. But he's got a relatively young band behind him. The guitar player and the drummer are comparatively young. So they just bring, like, a fun energy with them Oh because, yeah, you know – that they get to play for megadeth yeah
1: like no. it's a good gig yeah, for them <laughs> absolutely like yeah no this is a great fucking gig
0: and that, that's one of the funniest oh that's what it was uh my buddy mitch and i we went out to toronto to catch a concert last november and we watched metallica's some kind of monster The Meta- have you seen that documentary no it's a good one and it's them Dave. is it talking with them, working through their issues and stuff as a band and all that jazz. But there's one point where uh, James is going on about how he's pissed off that uh, Cliff Burton, their original bass player, died in a bus accident because then the band could never be the four original members. But... (laughs) Kirk Hammett wasn't even the original guitar player. He just didn't even acknowledge that Dave Mustaine was the original guitar
2: player. (laughs) No
0: acknowledgement. (laughs) And and he's in the documentary later.
1: Oh, man. (laughs) That's that's, that's (laughs) that's fucking cold. (laughs) I know, man. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible. How could you do him like that? (laughs) So...
0: Dave, Dave is one of the guys that I was like, he, I don't know if he'll be around next time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know no, and that's like the huge draw to like a lot of the concerts that I fucking want to go to. Like, I like Fleetwood Mac. Who knows? Any day now,
2: <laughs>
1: you know, Mick Fleetwood, Steve Nix, any any of them could fucking go. It doesn't take doesn't take much when you get past fifty. Heart attacks happen fucking out of nowhere. Yeah, anything can happen. You know, so it's like any. T- Anytime they come through town, it's like, it could be their last, but I don't know, during COVID and shit like that, I was also skeptical to buy the tickets. And I mean, the, that concert in particular for, for Edmonton got pushed back quite a few times. I think it was like two or three times because of COVID that it, uh, it was, the date was pushed, but yeah, it was almost like a full year after the original concert, um, date release that it ended up going, going, uh, happening. So, but yeah, that's one Uh, that's. that's definitely on the list, though. I would love to see Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Love him. Love him.
0: <laughs> yeah, the only other... I'd like to see Ben Folds. Who's that? He's a piano player in the States. Played in a band called Ben Folds 5, and they were just a trio. Hmm. Uh, but he, he does, does... like Jackson 5. <laughs> <laughs> he does all his... uh. It's all solo stuff now. Okay, and yeah, I've just been a big fan of his music over the years, and mm. it'd be cool to catch him. I don't know if he really comes to Canada all that often, no, if at all. But
1: yeah, yeah, that's what I'm having issues with with Sturgill. You know, he doesn't come to doesn't come to Canada. But yeah, I might have that to make just it. means road trip, man. man, dude. Absolutely. I mean, that's I guess he's from the area that a lot of my that i do video gaming with the ones that i visited like two and a half years ago or whatever down in like north carolina that's where uh that's where i'd probably like to go see them or something like that him or tyler childers anyway childers however you pronounce it (laughs) (laughs) both those guys awesome though yeah no, i'd love to go back down there it was nice north carolina was actually kind of sick it's like the alberta It's very it, it very very similar to alberta the people were anyway the yeah people were very similar i mean minus so the, they don't know how to minus, drive. yeah yeah that's true that's true that's true that's true no that and i just mean like everybody's i don't know i went to i went to miami and realized that nobody there drives a truck like trucks are just <laughs> rare and then you go to north carolina it's like it's just just like Alberta, i mean you got fucking guys driving with truck nuts there too <laughs> <laughs> fucking fuck trudeau stickers <laughs> My, yeah <laughs> except for it says fuck joe biden
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that's pretty much the difference
2: <laughs>
1: that and, and a staple confederate flag somewhere <laughs> <laughs> yeah the south razz again <laughs> 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 <Jesus. laughs> Yeah, no, I don't get their obsession with all that shit, but that's uh that's just part of them. But yeah, no, it was a fucking hell of a time being down there and the music is great. So much good music comes from there. But for, for a country anyway, but yeah. you know, I know that not every that's not everybody's jam. But there's a lot of good coming out of there. Yeah. How was the PEI trip?
0: It was dope. 2 months home realizing yeah it will be this april will be 10 years that i've been out here yeah and it was great first time 10 years we had like all the siblings back together at the same time for a significant amount of time that's nice you know ben's got a kid now so all new energy up. in the house yeah we all brought our dogs <laughs>
1: it was just a fucking <laughs> your parents are like oh this again <laughs> yeah, man, so much worse now. i thought i thought you moved out at 18 we never had to deal with this again <laughs> no it was good and then
0: you know, one thing that i was really glad is just so many it's good to see all my friends back there doing really well
1: yeah, you know yeah, I mean? and making making something of themselves on the island. Absolutely. So, I mean, by the sounds of things, it's not all that big. It's not like you can fucking. I'm sure that the opportunity for your your own personal growth and like what you want to do for career wise can't be that that Honestly, crazy. Man, out at, there. at the end of the day, it's really no different than anywhere else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everyone found their lane. Yeah. You know, and they like the lane that they're in. Hmm. I think that's what
2: fucking matters.
1: Yeah. Honestly, you got to be happy doing what you're doing every day.
0: Yeah. So, you know, some guys got the jobs that they want to have, other guys started the businesses that they wanted to start, and everyone seems to be pulling it off. So, oh, that's awesome. And so, folks, you did
1: a bunch of kayaking out there?
0: Not a bunch, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was great
1: though. Man, it's so nice. Yeah, just, it looked beautiful. Honestly, I was kind of jealous. I was like, I, I think I was still I was, around, I was around the time I was doing my own kayaking around that time. Honestly, I was like, oh man, that looks so nice, man. I'd love to be kayaking out in PI instead. I'm just fucking floating down the river drinking beer. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah, that was nice. It, honestly, it was just a chill overall fantastic little refuel the soul mm-hmm. and like i said just nice to see people doing well
1: yeah for sure yeah you know, you, and that's how it is you want you always want to see your friends doing great yeah exactly especially when you haven't seen them in a long time you want to hear good things
0: <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's it because i don't you know we don't i I it's hard really to keep chat. up with
1: everybody, man. Yeah, it, yeah, It's yeah. impossible. It, like, yeah. when you fucking, like, the guys from high school, the guys from fucking, like, you know, well, I mean, for you moving that far, I mean, it can't be that easy to keep up with that many people that you've built a whole you know, a whole life around with those people back in the day, but it's, you know, it doesn't take long to fall off with somebody even close to you at home. No, it's, it's impossible to keep up with everyone.
0: But I think the, the thing that I appreciate the most is the level of consistency where, you know, I don't really text or chat with the guys. I, I might give a few of them a call every few months, you know? Yeah catch up, see how their kid's doing, mm-hmm. something like that, but...
1: You don't get the full story, usually. No,
0: and it's nice, because I don't need it, and then I can roll in there. And you have a
1: fucking it's plethora n- of things to talk about. Well, it's
0: not even that, man. It's just nothing... Maybe nothing's changed. Yeah. You know? You can just catch up where you left off.
1: Yeah, that mm-hmm. is a nice thing. That is a nice thing, too. Yeah. You know?
0: and I think that's just consistency of character. I mean, people... You know, I don't want to have to be dealing with someone's.
1: Fucking drama
0: Every
2: time Yeah That's
1: actually Well I mean That's that's kind of the way it is When you see somebody You haven't seen in a while They're not gonna tell you The nitty gritty of the shit They're gonna tell you The fucking happy good times Yeah <laughs> They're gonna hide They're probably gonna hide Most of the shit If they can <laughs> Or they're just You know Comfortable in where they're at And they don't have the shit Which well, is I nice. think that was it Cause there was definitely Some nitty gritty come out
0: Oh, where, oh yeah. yeah Cause there's Nothing to hide No of course It's not. just here, Here's the fucked up shit you need to get caught up on right <laughs> <Yeah. now.
2: laughs> yeah. here's what went wrong yeah <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's not all sunshine and rainbows it no <laughs> no and we're adults life is, <laughs> life is pain <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: but no fantastic trip try to pull something off my cousin's getting married this summer so i'll have to Go pull something out. off again. Honestly, I'm gonna try and set it up to, so that I can set spend my summers out there to a degree. Nice. Yeah. That's, yeah, man. That's fucking.
1: As long as that fucking is what makes you happy, is working in iron working in the winter. Cause that sure as fuck doesn't make me happy.
0: <laughs> that's a for now gig. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You thinking of moving on?
0: Well, I honestly, I really enjoy the work. Everything. Yeah. It's just I know at some point. The winners are gonna get to me.
1: Oh, for oh yeah, you, I see you know what, what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah,
0: yeah. I see what you're saying. Other yeah. well, than that, man, I think it's the like for me, it's the best job in the
1: world. Yeah, I love it, man. man me too. That's <laughs> I know. It's like it's not everybody feels that way. Especially in, in the ones that are ironworking, don't feel that way. Like even even some of the good ones, some of the good guys that they don't, they're not happy with it. No, they do it. It's what they know. And because they know, they don't want to fucking try and find something new. That yeah, makes
0: exactly. They're comfortable with it. Yeah. And they're comfortable in the misery.
1: Yeah, exactly. They're just like fucking, but they're just so painful to be around.
0: Oh, yeah. They bring everyone else down. Yeah.
1: yeah. It uh, it sucks. It sucks when you have a partner like that and it really makes a day go by nice and slow. Ugh. <laughs> oh, <my> gosh, man. <laughs> Can never find anything positive. Oh, dude, so mm-hmm. many of them, so fucking many negative people in ironworking. I mean, our job isn't glam; it isn't always glamorous. <laughs> and I mean, we get to do some very <laughs> shitty things sometimes. But there's also a lot of great things we get to do. That are a lot of fun and really sometimes not that hard. Especially when people see people connecting. It's just like man it is the easiest fucking gig it is man it really is it looks (laughs) it looks physical i mean yeah when you gotta climb something or get into a shitty position sure that's unfortunate but when you're doing you're doing the everyday fly by your fucking you know what flying down a beam line that is just fucking there's no easier gig on site i swear to god it's just like fill your fill your holes and then keep going (laughs) yeah you know it is just so, so fucking easy.
0: <laughs> I think it's just the, the idea is foreign, right?
1: To people yeah. that haven't done it. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Yeah. You yeah, see yeah. it and, cause I know I've mentioned it to a few friends. I was like, Hey, why don't you guys get Come into this? <laughs> and the,
1: the immediate no. Yeah. Absolute <laughs> no to the heights. Yeah, exactly. Every, yeah. Everyone has this extreme, which you know what, man? Like, honestly, I think I'd, well obviously everybody has some respective fear of heights they have to you you can't be human I swear to god if you unless you unless you're a
0: a free solo climber or something that's what I mean like yeah part of your brain doesn't turn just yeah that's like yeah
1: that's that's death it was death down there it was death up here it's all the same you know it's like and I mean really that is eventually how it becomes as you you know get accustomed to doing it but like I don't know for me the first year I was fucking scared like I was I remember being at PCL's mod yard man and I was on like a Foot and a half beam, like it was wide, <laughs> a highway. <It> Why <laughs> it was a highway in the sky, and this thing started like granted, it was on a big pipe rack, so like this thing was I don't know, it had to have been around 20 25 feet long, so it was a long beam, and it had a decent enough web that it could catch wind. And it was a pretty gusty day, and anyway, I remember pulling tape on this thing, trying to square the mod or whatever, and I, <laughs> I'm like fresh apprentice still and i'm this is one of the few times i'm t- walking top flange and everything yeah. Like that. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it was a big scary moment when you're a first year and so like i'm standing up there and like i could feel the wind start shaking the mod rack and i'm like the beam is swaying probably only like maybe half a feet because i was in the middle of it but or half a foot sorry and it was it was just swaying a bit and i remember like my knees just went weak and just turned to jello and i had to sit down and i was like Fucking bullshit. I gotta crawl my <laughs> ass to the column to get down. Like I'm like I don't I can't walk the way there because I'm just too much of a chicken shit and scared of heights and I'm like, oh no. I'm like I don't at that moment I actually did question, I was like, can I do this job? Oh yeah. I don't know. I'm like this if I do this at thirty feet, how am I gonna do it at like, you know what I mean? Hundreds of hundreds of feet. Am I going to freeze up there? Is somebody going to have to get me because I can't fucking move? But you hear of that happening to folks. Thank fuck it didn't happen to me. I don't know <laughs> if my ego could take that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I would have... I. I thought, I thought it might honestly, in that moment, I was like, there's a good chance that this happens in my career where I'm, I've heard, I heard about it many times from other people, it happening to them or happening to someone around them in the iron working industry. And it's like, yeah, no, thank, thankfully that just wasn't the case. The superior sent you on any big high jobs yet? Nothing. No. Cause you guys did tell us toll a few years ago, right? I think that was aaron i wasn't with him for that okay but yeah as far as i know that was like the highest yeah
0: thing that they've had i haven't had anything super high
1: no nothing that or anything what (laughs) you got a sketchy story for me any new any new fun things nothing sketchy since i got back it's
0: been for honestly man i've i've just been having fun since i got back that's like good. after the break, like it, that's what I mean. Where I just genuinely enjoy the job. Yeah. And a big part of it, going back to what you were talking about, love miserable people. There's
1: no one miserable on the crew. That it. Oh, fuck, that's a nice feeling. That's what makes. That's what makes a job a good job. Yeah. The people that you work with. The, I've had it where like, hell, the Stantec podium. That was a. In theory, if I we didn't have the crew we had, it would have been a fucking terrible job. But we had fucking just a star fucking people it would just made it just so much more enjoyable than it the work was shit exactly the work was absolute shit but you were doing it with people that made you laugh and fucking were intelligent so like you were fucking stimulated in all the good ways and it was just so much better that way yeah what a difference oh yeah no i, I shit i had a job where i was doing cushy easy fucking it it was close to home it was Sherwood it was in Sherwood Park the refinery there Mm
2: -hmm. that
1: that refinery I was working there on maintenance for a year but I was with this miserable fucking prick who I had to deal with day in and day out for seven fucking months and I just at one point I was like I'm gonna take a job doing mulching because I was like (laughs) I was like yeah I'd rather take my chances at this and find out I'm not a good operator before I fucking have to deal with another day with this miserable cunt oh man Like, it's, it ruins it. It ruins it when you're with somebody that just makes you fucking miserable. That's the thing. It just drains your energy. And it's like, yeah, like, you don't even know if you want to do that job. You start questioning, was it the job or was (laughs) it the person? Probably the person. It was. It was like, this person just sucked any fucking joy out of anything in the day. Like, it was just painful.
0: Yeah, because any job that I've been on that I haven't enjoyed, it's never actually been the job. Yeah. Whatever, even, like... There was that miserable day up at uh, Legal at the school.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I thought... <laughs> when you
1: were <laughs> fucking drilling holes. With yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought we were getting rained out that day. Nope.
1: it nope. <laughs> just missed it all fucking, fucking day. day. That's right. Yeah, weather weather can, you know what, I won't put that past it. Our job sucks ass in bad weather. Yeah, yeah. It is not a fun one, but once again, you can get through it. And and that was the thing, even
0: at the end of that day, I felt good Yeah, because like for as shitty as that whole thing was, getting it done in that condition, like I was so miserable. But at the end of it, I was like, God damn, I did it. I got it. through it. Yeah. That's <laughs> whatever 300 holes
2: Fucked up. Yeah, was, man. man. Just the
1: absolute <laughs> absurd amount of totally unnecessary
0: the most awkward one-handed like leaning out of the basket
1: yeah brutal ergonomics were just not fucking (laughs) on your side for this for this task yeah you did not have proper fucking footing you had to do it above your head at arm's length carrying a fucking what is it a 15 pound hilti at least oh yeah no not not the most pleasant task but i mean no but it, I, it's rewarding when you get through it you feel a good sense of accomplishment yeah
0: so like even in that sense that's good and then been fortunate enough i'm trying to think if there's anyone really truly miserable that i've worked with
1: oh uh there has been but. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. yeah
2: <laughs> yeah
1: you know, there's and there's times a buddy has an off day, which does suck. I mean, you got to deal with it that day, but...
0: Oh, but guys having an off days, yeah, whatever. That's, a, that's part of it. That's part of it. But that's right. yeah, there there have been some miserable people and you just go,
1: hey, man,
0: there's nothing I can do to help you.
1: No. <laughs> this, this is within you. Exactly. <laughs> this this is, is within you to change. Oof. All right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you should just find something else to do or just you know work alone <laughs> yeah. yeah plenty of those shitty characters in our trade won't drop any names though they're all over the place man yeah, I'm sure it's not exclusive to ours, but I mean, I feel like it's, I feel like it might be worse though. I, I do. Have you, well, have you done rebar? Oh, fuck no. <laughs> the, apparently my, my limit gets of re- oh, that is where it gets worse. But the nice thing about rebar, who the hell was telling me this? Jack, Jack and Nick were telling me they were on this job for, uh, this, I don't know. It's a new, a newer company through the hall. I think they've been going at it for like Canada Steel or something like that. And they uh, they have a very, like, you know, Ben Ben's been running the show for a while, and he pushes people hard. Well, I think I'd get fired for not putting up enough steel for these people. <laughs> it's just impossible it's to just, make them they're, happy. They're, they're fucking yeah, no, like he, he, actually. Uh, your brother was working for him that uh superintendent at wayward what was his name uh daryl Chomiak, and he uh he actually has been pushing for them and apparently he's been known in the commercial world to be a real hard ass and fucking like a push you till you fucking puke kind of guy <laughs> oh god even he's about to get laid off from this company.
0: Just not meeting quota. <laughs> not meeting quota, and they're
1: not not meeting these people's expectations. So clearly, these fucking people are just completely out to lunch on the, what they believe should be done in an average day. Yeah, or whatever. Like, and some of, I've heard some things they've said about like how to manipulate steel in certain ways, and like it just doesn't make sense. It's just so just, fucking beyond them, but they want it done now, and mm-hmm. yesterday. You know, but it's just, just a fucking terrible, terrible company. Don't recommend going to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. What'd you say before
0: we started here? I like, I like not getting paid and doing shit work. <laughs> yes. <me laughs> no.
1: Good work. Good with where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. No, Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, like getting paid like shit and working hard. <laughs> That's the commercial world, man. I've I've still never been able to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Granted, it makes sense, I guess, supposing that the fucking industrial has the money to pay the guys. But as for the amount you work in industrial, you can you can get away with doing absolutely fuck all every day, almost. Yeah, it's a, a few of them certainly are. Oh yeah, I've got I've got f- plenty of. Ironworking friends that man they're they're great people terrible workers I love that yeah, Aaron, yeah, Aaron yeah. when he used that on me the first time he's like <laughs> whenever he's just like whenever you hear somebody say great guy you know immediately after terrible fucking worker
2: <laughs>
1: whenever you hear that in ironworking, that's exactly what's coming next great guy,
0: <laughs> great in- guy. yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: so what happened at the July talk concert there?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, we gotta talk about this. <laughs> what happened at the July talk concert? Oh man, well, I mean, <laughs> well, it started with drugs, <laughs> and I'd say it ended with with those as well. I'd say that the whole night was me getting still going through everything right like everything was still fresh with me in that breakup so things were being processed rapidly while <laughs> while we were going through our concert experience i'd say we were you know ever since got through the door i'd say i was uh on a level in which i couldn't <laughs> quite control myself in public, which didn't, I mean, shit, I think that was the first and only time that's kind of happened where I was like, internally, I think my chest was about to pound out of my heart when the fucking scanner didn't work on my phone for the tickets. I was... I was having a very scared moment of like, I don't know how to change this because my phone was not m- increasing its brightness. And I was like, please just try again. <laughs> Stick out my phone. Please just scan this again. I hope this works. <laughs> Thankfully, it did. We found our seats. And then, uh, yeah, that was where we, you know, we ran into those two girls. And a couple of lovely ladies. Yeah, a couple of lovely ladies. A beautiful nurse who could have taken care of me in my injured state <laughs>
0: Dilapidated and, situation. But,
1: uh. Unfortunately, unlike you, I can't seem to articulate one fucking sentence, let alone have a full blown conversation with a stranger. I couldn't even say, I couldn't even have an intelligent conversation with you. That's how (laughs) fucked out of my mind I was. Yeah, that was a, that was hard. I was like, you know, those were the times in which I was just getting on the dating apps and I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to start meeting new girls and start talking to people and start moving on. But, you know, fucking emotionally, I was crippled. And on top of that, I was also just like, you know, July talk with all of its strange, strange music, where it's got to be all about these like sexual tension topics. (laughs) And I'm sitting next to this nice, lovely girl who's clearly trying Maybe a little bit to talk to me And I just the, for for, for the, the ladies
0: switched seats So this one could specifically Sit beside you
1: <laughs> It seemed <laughs> that way We don't know for sure Man that was definitely what <laughs> happened
0: <laughs> They were sitting in one configuration For the opening act They went out got some drinks And when they came back they were sitting in different seats
1: But <laughs> Zach is putting the fear Into me of like anxiety when he's just like oh you should pick up that you shouldn't put that bottle cap back on your bottle that's a uh, pretty unsanitary i don't think the nurse would approve of that <laughs> and i'm sitting there like i'm so fucking embarrassed it's not even that embarrassing but i am so fucking embarrassed right now I mean, to be fair, also at that time, my, my talking to women that weren't necessarily a girlfriend or a friend at that point was pretty limited. Oh yeah. I had not, uh, still foreign creatures, <laughs> foreign creatures. Oh, I mean, I told you about how the fact of the summer I was wa- you know, reading the game and stuff like that. So like, yeah, I, I, I certainly needed help <laughs> on the department of like chatting up a girl in, in a outside environment. I mean, through text, if you know, there any, they're, it just seemingly seems so much easier to to me but as for the game of picking a girl up out in public which the current one i was able to do that oddly enough yeah, at that I point, like, I
0: think you could have said anything. Other-
1: I, could, I could have said anything. Yeah, well, I mean, I could have said anything, but I mean, nothing that come out of my mouth was anything other than well, um, just word vomit. It was verbal diarrhea. It was so bad. Nothing I was saying even made sense to me. I couldn't, I couldn't string a sentence together in my head, let alone have it come out of my mouth the way I wanted it to. <laughs> I, I want to tell this girl; she's so pretty. It's like. I couldn't even fucking think to say that it was that bad. Like it was, it was so, so bad. But the, I think the cherry on top was the way I felt after when I started to sober up and I was like, I'm going to fucking boost my Tinder and try and find this fucking girl. I am going to fucking search all of Edmonton with this glass slipper trying to find my, my beautiful nurse. And I was like, Oh, I am willing to spend money on this dating app with a fucking certainty of not ever finding this girl, but I am gonna try, and I'm gonna change my profile, yeah. and then sure as shit, I mean, funny enough, however, the next morning you end up getting the hit on the Tinder from that from the waitress from the waitress, yeah, the waitress we had at dinner that night that was actually kind of surprising, but uh, and turns out to be Jared. Oh yeah, his brother. or sorry oh my god his brother no uh, (laughs) his his sister you know your brother's friend jared his sister but yeah no that was a very unexpected turn of events i'd say (laughs) very very unexpected but he uh you know that was a that was a fucking pivotal like pivotal moment for me that that trip that that we had like it kind of it brought me down, a, brought me down a peg in a good way and helped me to kind of progress where I was at. Yeah. Cause I was feeling pretty stagnant in the, in that time for sure. I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do to help me process this quicker kind of thing. But I mean, there's no quick way to it and you got to go through it. And that's how grieving in any way, shape or form goes. You got to go through it. There's no shortcut. No, you, you got to just run, <laughs> <laughs> run and run and run hopefully through it not away from it slog through it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, that was a, that was a good night. (laughs) Yeah, no, that was a great time.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of regulars anonymous. If you want to find out more about our guests, please check the bio below for all their links and information. Thank you for supporting by subscribing and following the show. I might see you out there and have no idea who you are.